Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities Church. Why is it special, you ask? Well, it's special today because Megan is uh, is with me. That's not that, I mean, that's always special. Uh, but uh, newly newly moved Megan. Yeah. New residence Megan. Yes. She's got this big old smile on her face like, <laughs> I pay my own mortgage now, yo. Well, I and mean, not technically for two months. They give you a little reprieve. That is super nice, isn't it? <laughs> What are you going to do with that money? No rent money, but like it's, um, you know. Well, I still am paying rent money because I broke my lease. Oh, that's right. But uh, but they showed Sorry the house. Me. They showed the apartment today. Did they? Okay. So maybe not July. Good. Um, I'm going to, I you know, moving is expensive. So yeah. and I have a new home to like furnish. And How did that all in. go on Saturday? You it had went a big so, move on Saturday. It went so smoothly. Good. I was honestly a little bit prideful about it because I'd like planned all like, I got a 10 foot truck, which is the smallest truck. I only, I got it for six hours. Yeah. And I had a couple of people beforehand be like, ooh, ooh, about both of those things. And we got it all in one load, like all, pretty much all my stuff, all in one load. Um, which, like, there was some stuff in like my parents' truck and some cars, but sure. um, mostly it was all in the truck. Um, and I put, I returned the truck at like three. Perfect. Which is that early? I, yeah, which was. Did you early. get money back? I don't think so. Oh. Okay. Um. And and I could have returned it earlier. Like it was empty and good. Could no have stress. Gone back. No, no stress on that. Yeah, That's good. We sat around in my new house for a while before I returned yeah, it. Yeah, so. absolutely did. Yeah. How's Urban Spice? What's the update <laughs> they, there? Uh, they are for not. those of you non uh, like regular <laughs> listeners. That yeah, those are my cats. Yeah, those are cats, not our kids. And they definitely had kind of a traumatic weekend for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, you said not my kids, but I don't have human are, children, so they are my kids. But if they weren't listening, they'd be like, "That's an int- Those are interesting intro <laughs> kids, boys, girl. I don't even know what are we doing here. Yeah. So so they. Um, I took them over to the house on Saturday morning before we started moving and I locked them in one of the, like I put all their stuff in one yeah, of the rooms and I locked them. them in there. Sure. Um, and spice, I let them out and spice just started yelling instantly, <laughs> just yelling at me. And I was Have like, they forgiven you yet at all? Um, I'm not like, can sure. Can you feel the tension when you go home? No. When you go home today, is there going to be poop right in front of the freaking so. inside of your house? I don't think so, but we'll see. They yeah. both peed and pooped in the litter box exclusively. Great. And the thing, the eating has been slow to come back on. Both of them are like really shy about eating. Saturday night, well, Saturday, like at like four, I got back home after doing stuff and I like let them out into the whole house and they spent the whole night just like slinking around the house <laughs> and every little noise they were like jumping and like, like cowering and stuff. And then, you know, but yesterday I could see them kind of start to relax a little bit and like settle in and Spice is now just walking around the house, rubbing her face on everything. And, um, I'm like, that's right, girl, you tell this house who's that's the right. owner of it. Yeah. Uh, also you mark that property yeah <laughs> i was like because cats are really territorial yeah. um and so she actually has i think she struggled more with it than herb because herb's a little bit more attached to me and so i'm there so he's like well i guess it's okay um and she's definitely a little been a little bit slower to sure acclimate but they're getting there and then this is the other really funny part um, I never had a washer and dryer in my apartment. Oh man. And so, but life now, changing. Oh, oh my gosh. So, oh my life gosh. Changing. I, life changing. I did laundry yesterday while in my home and I almost cried. 
Um, and that seems like an exaggeration, but it wasn't. Uh, so <laughs> the backstory, it, my wife and I have, uh, we, uh, the first home that we ever bought, uh, I bought it before we were married, it was a fourplex. We bought a fourplex over in Kennewick back when like real estate was mm-hmm. relatively doable, right? Um, and it ha- it was built in 77 or 78, old fourplex right on like off of canal. Anyways, um, it did have a washer dryer hookups in there and I would, I would do the walkthroughs. I rented to people. I would, mm-hmm. you know, walk them into a tours from this. It was a crappy house, man. I mean, it was <laughs> awful. I mean, you know, old carpet that mm-hmm. was like, kind of like the carpet in this room a little bit mm-hmm. uh, that we're in, which, uh, you know, you can't see that because you're flat. on the podcast, but it's, it's not great. No, it's bad. <laughs> and uh, like popcorn ceiling type stuff, yeah. but it had washer and dryer hookups. And there'd be some people who come in and be like, oh my God, look at that, honey. Look at that. You just do the laundry in here. <laughs> yeah. I could have like had dead raccoons in yeah. the bedroom. <laughs> and I'd be like, this this room though has like 24 dead raccoons in it. Is that going to be a problem? They'd be yeah. like, no, I think we can work with that. Yeah. We are able to do our our laundry inside. It's uh, really it is it's really tough. And I was lucky cuz I just did I mean, I did laundry at my parents, honestly, like, you know, cuz I'm yeah. an adult. And um cuz I'm an adult. <laughs> But it's way better than sitting in a laundromat. I know, but what and if there are people who listen to this who go to the laundromat and they're like, <laughs> no. oh, what am I, a child? No, what I mean, if I that's what you have eyes? to do, if that's what you have to do, that's what you have work. to do. Right. But that's me. That was sarcasm because I'm an adult. Yeah, there you go. I go to my parents. Yeah. But um, no, now you're an adult. Yeah, now, now you're an adult. I'm an adult. You but pay for a washer and dryer now. Circling back, but yeah. Urban Spice have never heard a washer and dryer before. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. And so they were like, what is happening? And every time it would change sound, they'd be like, what? And they're just staring at it. Yeah. It was very confusing That's to awesome. them. That's awesome. Yeah. Fun. That sounds like a fun weekend. Yeah. Congratulations to you. Thanks. We're very excited. Yeah. Uh, we'll be over uh, yeah. the next couple of nights. You're welcome. Anytime. And yeah, I know. <laughs> Sit on the patio. It'd be great. <laughs> well, I mean, the patio's probably kind of We wet. had two <laughs> pool parties this weekend. What? Uh, at my, in, Didn't it my, rain all weekend? Oh, <laughs> funny you mentioned that. You'd think... You know, planning a birthday party months in advance. Hey, it, middle of June, we should just do a pool party for Joel's birthday. This yeah. is my little nephew yeah. who turned, what did he turn? Eight? Eight, I think. <laughs> and uh, they just moved into the house. It's got a great pool. It's Here's 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 what's awesome about this pool. It is uh, a sport pool. Oh. So it's got, it's a flat bottom. There's not a deep end. Okay. It's all, and here's what it was like. Like you couldn't have picked this any. It literally is the exact same height of Clive right oh, now nice. on his tippy toes, which means Megan <laughs> that he can go in this pool and just do whatever yeah. he wants, and we don't have to put both eyeballs on him and have him have water wings and all of the things. Yep. He just stands up. Now it takes him on his tippy toes to do it, but he can figure this out. Well, it won't be too long before he's exactly it's a perfect sw- yeah. uh, you know pool to swim in and learn and all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. we're pumped about that pumped that it's my sister so i don't have to take care of it and like buy the chemicals for it <laughs> they do um but uh but yeah so we had a birthday but she's party also Friday. your sister so you can just go over i don't have to yeah. knock or anything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like and i found out that they don't even have cameras on it yet they're buying them but they don't have them yet so where do you think i'm going tonight you know what i mean um and because they don't live there yet, they're they're doing oh. some they're doing some remodel work. They're staying oh, okay. at my parents' house, okay. and so the pool, but the pool and the pool house is open. So, anyways, <laughs> and this podcast doesn't drop till Wednesday, so they I'll have two free days of just doing whatever I want. And then Your my sister dad listens to this podcast. I don't probably not. <laughs> oh, I take that back. Take out the probably the absolutely not. Um, 
then we also, my dad had his retirement thing this weekend. So we had all f- friends and family in town. My grandma was in town and aunts and uncles and all that kind of stuff. And so we did it over there as well the next night. So two nights in a row, same spot, same time, five o'clock, barbecue, blah, blah, blah. It was blah. raining at five. It was both pouring, nights. pouring. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. We're hot. Luckily, there's like this pool house that has like, you know, you can sit, stand inside and the kids are all out in the pool because who cares? You know yeah. what I mean? And then what's funny is uh, on, so that was Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday night, last night, we had a youth pool party that we had planned forever, because again, two months ago, and we're like, we should do a pool party, when should we do it? Middle of June, it's scorching hot, right? We'll love yeah. the pool. Volleyball, it'll be great. And uh, it was pouring sideways last yeah, night. Yeah, it was, yeah. And I, we had uh, about 25 youth show up, which is amazing. Because <laughs> it was a pool party. Out at the Frank's house, <laughs> right? And they're all like standing in the living room, like looking at this pool outside, like through the slider door. And it's it's raining sideways. You can barely see the pool and all this kind of stuff. We had nachos and ice cream bar and everything else. It was cold. Cold, 55 degrees yeah. out. <laughs> I slapped a dollar bill down on the couch and I said, $1. <laughs> <laughs> to the first pers- first person to go jump in this pool right now, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the kids, Landon, uh, goes. Of course, it was a boy. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> in a sweatshirt, black socks, and a hat, <laughs> flew down the stairs and jumped right in the pool. Beat everybody to it. And uh, he comes back and he says, uh, well, will I do it again for $2? And I said, you should have negotiated with me beforehand. That's yeah. your problem, buddy. I would have probably gone up to five had you been like, no, I'm not doing it for one. But yeah. I, what, what else can you have for me? <laughs> Unfortunately, it was too easy. It was yeah. too easy. And his mom came like to pick him up later and they had to have like a bag for all of his clothes. And they're like, you jumped in with your hat? Like, what are you thinking? You're going to ruin this hat. Yeah, but I got a dollar, mom, out of <laughs> And, oh my gosh, teenagers! Oh, it's great. Uh, and, and <laughs> as soon as one kid did it, everyone did it. Everyone was with in the all pool. their clothes on. No, no, no. They all oh, had swimsuits because okay. they brought them all over. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a big party. And, and you looked out and you're like, we're inside as parents like sipping hot coffee yeah. and <laughs> trying to stay warm. And all these kids are out there. And then they go play volleyball because they're already wet anyway. So who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so they had a blast. Yeah, it but fun. it's cold. It was cold though. You know, when you're in high school, I, I guess, guess it doesn't true. matter. You know what I mean? I guess the, I the blood circulation still is strong. That's true. I mean, I have students who wear shorts and i saw them this morning i had to go drop my kids off at school because our bus didn't show up and there's kids showing up in shorts and flip-flops and it had been it was raining literally raining as we're going there i'm like okay this is crazy so (laughs) anyways yep it was a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad uh, officially had his last Sunday uh, as as lead pastor. Well, it was, yeah. Anyways, doesn't matter. Big celebration, twenty five yeah, years yeah, at yeah. Faith, and uh, they had a chance for me. They asked me to come do a family tribute, and uh, <laughs> I went up and I spoke at his twenty uh, fifth wedding anniversary too, not too long ago. So uh-huh. they, and I so anyways they've they had me come up and I acted like twenty uh, fifth. Um, it was 25 years at the church, oh. and it was their 25th wedding anniversary. It was like five, six years ago. It was long. It was quite a while ago. It's like, aren't you almost 40? Sorry, wait a second. <laughs> it was a. It was their 40th wedding anniversary. That's what it was. Let me do the math. Let me work backwards. <laughs> you, you laugh about me being almost 40, which is totally true. Um, we were at. This is. I'm sidetracking here a little bit. Lauren and I went to lunch today. We okay. do like a staff lunch together. Yeah. We went to Panera Bread. And the guy who we know who attends this church, who's getting baptized this Sunday, which uh-huh. is awesome. His name's Brandon. You should come check it out and watch it. He came over and we were chatting. And I'm like, and he's like, who's this? And I'm like, this is Lauren. She's the Where Left Pastor. And he's like, you sing too. He's like, he recognized her from singing. Uh-huh. Like, he's like, you got a great voice. And, and he's like, that's great. And uh, and he had the audacity to go, um, you, are you his daughter then? Or how does this <laughs> straight face said, are, are you his daughter? And 
I was like, Brandon, I'm gonna have to hold you under now. Yeah. Like you're it's being you're being held under the water for I don't know how long. Did Lauren laugh hysterically? Oh, she said, "Boom, roasted" is what she said. Got him. And then she just kept eating her soup. Yep. It was a train wreck. And uh, I, I said, I'd like a refund. And he didn't, he didn't give it to me. So all that to say, that was a sidetrack. I, I, I uh, went up and, you, and uh, acted, spoke, like, yeah. acted like I was here. I thought it was supposed to be a roast. And uh, and so all I have is mean things about my dad. And yeah, it was uh-huh. supposed to be good. And I'm so sorry. And and then I read this. I, I did a few of them, which is like cheesy fun. It, it was great. And then uh, I read this letter that Kylie wrote to them. And it was awesome. It was fun times. Fun to be back and see a bunch of people that, uh, you know, we grew up with and, and go mm-hmm. to, still go to faith. And uh, yeah, anyways. And then we had lunch at a fun spot afterwards with all their friends and family. They got a bunch of gifts. And cool. uh, everybody shared stories. And people cried. And it was good. <laughs> Nice. My mom, nice. my mom, my, my sister, my sister gets like these massively puffy eyes when she cries. <laughs> and and other people, oh, I, can I, I'm going to share one more story. Oh my gosh. <laughs> one more story. Okay. My uncle, who I love. Um, is this your dad's brother? Nope. This is my mom's sister's husband. Okay. But they, he mentioned, I, you know, he stood up and he goes, I remember first meeting Daryl. We were all, we were both at Northwest and we both w- wanted to date the same, these two sisters, Gail and, and Sue. And, uh, and so Daryl had this idea, let's go out on a double date and we'll, you know, do this thing. So he said, we all got dressed up. We had these tuxes. We put a table in the back of a truck and oh, wow. drove somewhere. And he goes, and he said, I, we, they, we took him to our first date. It was uh, this fast food restaurant, um, named Herfie's. Okay. And he kept saying Herfie's in, in Kirkland, except the way that he was talking about it, he kept saying, it sounded like it was like there was a P involved in it. <laughs> I'm not kidding, Megan. The whole room is like, is he saying, is he saying herpes? And he'd be like, we went to herpes and then we just, we ordered all the food that we wanted and we told the girls, spare no expense. And expense at that time were like, 50, they, had a, they had a herpes burger for like 50 cents. And you're like, did he say herpes? I think he said herpes. And, and it was, it was, Every everybody's looking around at each other like, is anybody gonna say anything about this? <laughs> so when he got done, and the other people started talking, and about fifteen minutes later, I grabbed the microphone and I said, "Hey, just a quick point of clarification. You are saying herfies, right? It is herfies. <laughs> There's a hard F in there because you're 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 saying it. It sounds like herpes, and that sounds like a place nobody should eat at. <laughs> or or." I found out the reason that Herpes as a fast food restaurant doesn't exist exactly, anymore yeah. as a restaurant because of a simple name change. It was pretty funny. And uh, it was, and then everybody was like, everybody came up to me afterwards like, man, you, I'm glad you said something because yeah. that's the only thing I could think about the whole time. <laughs> everybody else is talking about how great Daryl and Gail over his pastures and I'm going, it can't be Herpes. That, yeah. He's got to have it wrong. It's got to be a different one. It's got to be a different name. It was hilarious. Uh, it was great. good times. Great, so. great, great. All right. Uh, so on Sunday, yesterday, um, we uh, did a kind of a standalone talk because I had to slip out. Uh, I was here for first service to get it started, and then we slipped out because we had to be over there for their ten o'clock service deal. Uh, and so I had my friend Jeremy film something for us uh, and uh, and send it our way, and we showed that on Sunday. And he is uh, again a youth pastor of mine growing up. And what happened was 
he recorded something specifically for me and another pastor. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just I'm just pulling back the curtain for you real quick. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Filmed something specifically to us and uh, sent it to us about two months ago when you had the idea, or somebody on our staff had it's the probably idea. Probably Lauren had the idea. If Brent got COVID on Saturday night, what are we doing on Sunday? Yeah. So I asked him, "Hey, film something, and we'll just keep it and store it." And so we did that. Like, yeah, like I said, two or three months ago. Anyways. Uh, he sent me the Dropbox link. I watched it, and I was like, this is great. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I sent the link to Eric and said, you know, here's the video for when we need it. Well, come Thursday, Eric is going, all right, I'm ready to download the video and do it. And he clicked on the link of the Dropbox link that we had sent, Uh-oh. and that video was gone. <gasps> and what had happened was when Jeremy had sent it to also somebody else, instead of copying the file, oh, they no. moved the file from the Dropbox onto something else, oh, and that was no. gone, and Jeremy no longer had the original. Oh, and we were no. trying to reach out to the person who also had it, but he mm-hmm. was not responding, probably oh, on vacation. No. And so we're like, on Friday going, what are we going to do? So... Uh, I asked Jeremy, what's been your favorite message that you've preached in the last month or two? Mm-hmm. And he mentioned this talk on anxiety. And I knew I knew it'd be great. And I said, we're going with that because here's the deal. Uh, he is somebody who, uh, one, I trust and love. And he's funny and he's quirky. And he's one of the most like quirkiest humor guys I've ever met. But you, you just watch it and you go... You can see the joke coming. And yet the way that he delivers it is so so funny still. And, mm-hmm. and he's smart and uh, and it's great. And... He has also battled uh, adult onset anxiety. It wasn't something he struggled with a long time ago, but like in the last five years or so, he's had several episodes. One of them got him, like, put him in the ER. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I'm, I, and he's like, I've never dealt with this. And, and, and you know, um, uh, the high stress, and they were trying to figure out was it blood sugar? Was it something physically, physiologically, or is it uh, a mental thing and all that kind of stuff? And so it's been a battle for him, not just in that one episode, but multiple episodes since then of trying to do this. And he and he handles the topic with grace. We've had conversations about it. And so I wanted to do it because it would be something where people who know him probably would never guess that would that would be the case. I, I would think of oh, that's somebody who struggles with mental health or struggles with uh, mm-hmm. anxiety. And yet, when you hear him talk about it, there's like an honesty. There's a level to it that is that is huge and big and real. And he has gone through tons of uh, of counseling and, and does medication and all the kind of stuff that is mm-hmm. is great. And so I knew um, it would be great for him to talk about because it would be coming from somebody with a firsthand knowledge and experience with it, as opposed to if I were to talk about it, I'd be like, "Hey, here's what I here's what I know and research about it." Although I have not personally dealt with anxiety attacks, mm-hmm. and could be like. Well, I've heard it feels like this. You know, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel as much. Thanks, man. But, you know, until yeah. you've been there, how about you just kind of like let the professionals deal with it <laughs> to some certain degree? Uh, and so I thought uh, him bringing it up and being able to talk about it was fantastic. And uh, so, uh, yeah, so he, he talked about the anxieties, that stuff about how we, we can't control it. And, um, and it's it's something outside of us. It's and it and it it, uh, it pushes us in, in in a spot to be able to be like you're going to stress about this, but there's almost sometimes nothing you can do about this, which is a big deal. And um, he shared a story. There was a story from somebody mm-hmm. from their church who was going through some of that stuff and and approached it medically. And I think he did a good job. I felt like he did a good job of, you know, it's it's a it's a difficult. Mental health is a difficult topic to talk about in general. And then when you mix in the fact that it's a church and um, you've got expectations to kind of turn things towards a Christian perspective or a God perspective or incorporate God to some degree uh, or a Bible verse or whatever. It can be a, there's a, there is a, I think a tendency in Christianity or, or churches to whitewash the problem and say, 
just prayer, you know, if you prayed more, you can figure this thing out, yeah. or mm-hmm. Jesus can come alongside you and heal you from all these things, and I think that that's definitely true, but I also think um, he can also be the one that says, hey, um, I also created doctors with really smart yep. brains mm-hmm. to be able to develop medicine to be able to make this thing work. And it's a tricky, it's a touchy line. I thought the verse that he approached and said, um, there, there is no verse that says not, God's not going to give you anything you can't handle. It's, mm-hmm. it's about the temptations yeah, like piece, that, that, which well. is yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, there's not going to be a temptation beyond this that that I, I'm, I'm not going to push you. But it's not like it's not like if you're overwhelmed in life, it's your fault. Or oh, for like, sure. Like or God's gonna or like you, you haven't tapped into your potential. Yeah. Like, like you know, the, you're going to get things in life that you can't handle on your own. Yeah. And like you need to tap into God and the people that God has put around you. Like that's the point, right? Is trusting the community. Like we're supposed to be in community. We're supposed to work together. We're supposed to work with God. Like with these resources, yes, you can handle this. Yeah. On your own, probably not. Yeah. Uh, So we got a connect card that came in from somebody who said, hey, if you're going to talk about this, please, you know, let's, uh, there's a couple of things that that got brought up uh, about it. One was, um, differentiated between fear and anxiety. I think anxiety is a form of fear, but fears are different. He uses a picture illustration. You said you listened to it, so maybe you didn't get oh, to see I it. Oh, I saw. I mean, the video was on, but okay. I mostly just listened to it. Of him doing the, the, the thing on the, on the cruise yeah, ship, so right? Yeah, so I looked when he was talking okay. about that, and right. I looked at the picture, yeah. And and I, I think the point of those was talking about fear and you know a funny a funny adult dad who's supposed to be strong courage for his kids watching his daughter go trapezing across this thing with no problems and he's holding on to the thing and his goofy face and all that kind of stuff is perfect (laughs) for it i do think i don't think he was trying to equate uh fear with anxiety you can have normal people uh and i say it's always dangerous to use the word normal people many many people have anxiety over heights and in situations like that fear like natural it's a natural normal it is like, natural to feel yeah. like i am nervous to to trust my life yeah. natural with this like rope survival necessary fears yes right? like we have there is reason we have fear it is because it keeps us safe like there is a level of like fear and cautiousness that is appropriate yeah and that is like in a situation is good and is how we have survived. Innately, we care about yeah. survival. Yeah. Whether we put words to it or not, I'm scared. I don't want to die. That's why I yeah. don't want to jump off of this. Anxiety is when it's something wholly different, right? And that's what I would think. So in my opinion, so when I was, and I think that Jeremy would agree with this if he was here. I wish, you know, there was a third, third chair here and he was, cause obviously we'd be hanging out and watching the NBA finals together later tonight too. But, um, <laughs> I would say uh, anxiety comes across to me as um, a situation where I have fear um, about a situation that it seems like other people uh, are not don't struggle with it as much. Like we can we we're, we're we deal with parenthood or school or this, and every it seems in my mind everybody else is fine with this, and I'm not. Why am I struggling with this? Why am I so scared? Why am I? Why do I feel such a lack of control when it appears to me like everybody else isn't struggling with this? And, and whether that or not that's true or not, because then you can talk to people and be like, I was scared too. Well, you just covered it up well. How, what, what happened there? But like the feeling, the anxiety that I have is. I'm I lack the control in this area and I don't understand why I do and other people seem to have it together. And well, and it's also the like not being able to step away from that, right? Like not being able to and, shut you know, it off. And I don't yeah. have I also don't have clinical anxiety, so I don't know, like I don't have firsthand experience, but right. from my understanding, 
Like it's a, it's a persistence of not being able to turn away from those. Like here's something I'm worrying about, fearing about, like letting take over me. I, but I can't step away from that. I just have to keep thinking about it over and over and over. And when you don't have that, when it is just a fear, you can walk away. You can be like, or you can rationalize your way out of it, right? Right. And be like, okay, no, like, it'll be fine. These are the things that are going to be okay about it. And you can, like, step away and step apart from that, like, fear or that worry or whatever. Yep. And, you know, everyone has some level of anxiety about some things, especially new things. And I think there's a spectrum of how that works and how that plays out. And when you do have clinical anxiety, it's obviously become like that's when it's becoming debilitating or like completely owning your life or yeah cause causing you to have panic attacks which are physical symptoms of that mental anxiety yeah and i remember specifically in jeremy's case the first one of the early onsets of it uh was he and, and i don't think he would mind me telling this because this is a story that he's told publicly and and has it a, he he's a preacher he's a pastor at a church and so you're in a position where you're up on stage and there are in his case hundreds and hundreds of people in his auditorium it's a big church um and in his mind he had seen somebody come in who was a little bit off um in his, in Jeremy's opinion so like you can just tell sometimes there's people who and we have you know there's going to be all, always people like that when you get enough people in there something was something was different about him uh for some reason and Jer- Jeremy in his mind his anxiety kicked in and began creating this narrative about this person, about what this person, who he is and what he's going to do to me and what's going to happen. And Jeremy's going, I saw him on the front. He said, he came in and sat down on the front row, which is kind of weird. Like nobody sits by themselves on the front row. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the spot that that's the, like the pastor's wives or the band or something like that. Yeah. And everybody else just, yeah. everybody else is second row back. And so he's, Jeremy's like, all of a sudden it was like, he was there. And then he like, um, had like a little, like mini boom box that he was like playing music quietly with. And he's like, in his mind, he going he couldn't he couldn't equate. I can't fit this guy into a box into a mm-hmm. category, and so my my mind started going crazy about who he was and what he was going to do. And he's like, I th- and my I genuinely thought this man is going to pull out a gun and kill yep. me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm trying. To, I'm I'm like dying. I'm, I'm inside going. I think I'm about to die. And and he's trying to like figure out ways to communicate to a security team, keep an eye, come be close, do this, trying to look at emergency exits. What do I got to do to get out of this spot? How do I close this thing as quickly as possible? So he's like, I remember flying through this talk and finishing it and immediately going back and and off stage and like back hallways to my office, lights off on my couch, just crawl, just crying. Just Mm -hmm. like, I just like, I I was just overwhelmed. Like the man never did anything uh, and, and who knows, it could have just been like just a weirdo or Jeremy's like, he's like, maybe I was just seeing things yeah, or imagining was, things. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's like, I don't even know. I never saw that guy again. But like, uh, in my mind I had created this stuff and I just like, I'm freaking out and I'm just, I'm like, I, I don't even know what to do. And I can't, I'm trying to tell myself it's fine. Nothing's, you know, and, and you can't even convince yourself of it. And then you've got friends and family trying to tell, he's like, my wife would come in and be like, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's nothing, you know? And he's like, I just don't believe her. Like she wasn't mm-hmm. there. She didn't see it. You know what I mean? Um, and so it was, it's a, it's a tough deal. And so I, I do want to say, like, I, I want to clarify that I, I don't think that Jeremy would say fear and anxiety are the same thing. We, sure. we don't use those coterminously or whatever, but, um, interchangeably. interchangeably. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, it is a unique form of it that oftentimes lacks a real true sense of control. Cause fear is, I genuinely have no control here. 
Uh, and then secondly, uh, this person commented, um, not only were they misconstrued in that way, but uh, they, they were told if they reframed their thoughts, their anxiety would go away rather than acknowledging it as a medical disorder. I didn't get that from Jeremy's talk. I felt like, especially at the end, like he's trying to provide some tools and perhaps even some tools that, ha that has worked for him. Um, that has been uh, that he's received through counseling and through reading and through his own research, um, and then I really I felt like he kind of turned the corner at the end, being like, "Hey, if if you need to get help, you need to get help. Please do this. The people around you need this from you for you. You know, uh, they want it for you. They need it for you as well. Um, to be able to kind of seek this out and not just assume that uh, it's okay. I'll just pray it away, or I'll mm -hmm. just move this in, in this way. I think that God does care about you, and I think he does care about you physiologically. I think he knows us, and he created us, and I think our, our mind is a battlefield of all kinds of uh, all kinds of things, um, and uh, I think that it was never meant to be one thing in isolation. We don't think our way through these things. Uh, we process through these, through the renewing of our mind, through our, uh, through our relationships, through, I think that God is best known through relationships with, with people um, as well in terms of, uh, that's why I think church and physical uh, being a part of a church is so important. I think in the same way, we don't truly know ourselves except in relation with other people and what they, I don't, I don't know me personally. I, I know a version that Brent tells himself. I know my, be, I, I, my, my knowledge of myself is more fully shaped by interacting with others, you and mm -hmm. staff and being like, what do you think of me? You know what I mean? And weighing that with, I don't rely entirely on what you think of me, <laughs> um, but having that as a case too. And yep. I think that that comes uh, with kind of where we're at in terms of our anxiety and our, our life too. So anyways, I have For talked sure. way too long on this. <laughs> Any thoughts from you? No, it's good because I didn't have a ton of thoughts, but I, I didn't get the perception either that it was just a, you can think this away or pray this away. I thought he was very clear at the end that um, like if you need help, it's like you should get help. Yeah. And like doctors and medicine and those routes are good and viable and like needed when mm -hmm. you need them. Um, and to be fair, the talk was like 40 minutes long. It was rather long. Like yeah. his style is a little different. So perhaps it was like, ah, I, you know, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I didn't say it for the whole thing or, uh, you know, you just get in the zone. And you, well, you, and sometimes you, you like, you know, I, we've had this conversation before, but, um, people are going to get what they're going to get out of whatever talk you give. Um, and so sometimes it's hard to be like, I don't know, like I've said that to you in encouragement of like, just talk the talk you want to talk, yeah. right? Because people are going to get whatever they're going to get yeah. out of it. And so sure. um, I think sometimes even I've had that happen where you're like listening to something and something you hear something and you're like, oh, that's not right. And then you kind of turn down the talk a little bit because you're thinking about the things in your brain about, you know, whatever thing you didn't agree with or, yeah. um, or sometimes the thing you did agree with. Um, and so you don't always hear all parts of it yep. equally. So. Yep. And, uh, you know, this is a unique unique situation because usually it's me as the primary talker on a, on a Sunday morning. So if I had a chance, if something like this came up in a Something Interesting podcast, I would take this time and be like, expand my own personal thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. It's different because it's Jeremy and it's he's a distance away and, and not here to be able to kind of defend his thoughts and, and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that, so I tried to speak to what I think he would say. And, and I, I think that that's true. I think that he'd be the first one to be like, hey man, please do not try and attempt this alone. Yeah. Um, look at this in, in, a, in a holistic format and, and approach it in that way. Um, but I do love the fact that we have a an avenue, that somebody took advantage of an avenue on our Connect card to be able to be like, hey, 
I think this is uh, something that needs to be more discussed. <laughs> Let's do it. For sure. Uh, which is great. So that's why we incorporated that into our Connect cards. Hopefully, some of you listening who have had some of those thoughts before on a different topic altogether or about something that I've said or whatever, um, feel the freedom and the opportunity to uh, continue that and do that in your way, too, so that we can have that conversation. But Most definitely. Good. All right. Anything else? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, this week, we jump back into our uh, Thy Kingdom Come series. It's actually the series finale of it. Uh, week four of this, if you've missed any of the first three, you can go to eastlaketricities.com slash talks or download our our uh, app, not our podcast, our app, and uh, on there you can watch those and catch up uh, as well. Um, it's the fourth of our, or it's a conclusion of our series, which means we're going to do communion this weekend, which is awesome. And as I mentioned earlier, a baptism. So we got a full weekend. So Ooh, be a part of it. That's a lot for a weekend. Now, it is the start of our new summer schedule, which means only one service at 10 a.m. Does that mean you're going to go longer? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I refuse to. Although I... Um, the baptism video, I've already, we, I filmed it. And uh-huh. so I, we haven't done the editing process yet. So I don't know exactly how long it's going to play out, but I think it's going to be long because it's so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, um, I, but I promise that we'll keep the talk short so that we can still go enjoy, enjoy the rain. Yeah. I want to get you out and enjoying this rain as, as soon as I can. <laughs> That's really kind of key to this. Uh, perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we're gonna do our something interesting. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I open, so you go first. Yeah. So mine, I last week I did a TikTok, Instagram follow, and I have another one for you. Great. Um. So this is a woman. Her name is Andrea Nelson. Her follow is Andrea dot Nelson dot Art. Um. And Andrea you said and, on Instagram, right? Yeah. Okay. And Andrea and Nelson are spelled kind of the way you think they would. And she is a former, I want to say, elementary art teacher. And she um, sells art of her own for things, but she also does like art tutorial videos. Um, and she's just like really fun and cute and silly and very much about like you can't like it's easy. You can do this. It's not hard. It can look great. Um, yep. Ben just show me a picture of her. She has red hair. She has glasses. Um, and she just has a really cute personality and um, when I, I've never, I haven't done any of the things she's done yet, but when I watch it, I'm always like, oh, that looks like something I could do. Um, and she like makes mistakes when she's doing things and then is like, okay, now we're going to do this. And she's always like, it's okay. It'll be great. And, um, I just, I don't know. I really like her personality and her temperament and how she encourages people. So she also um, has a shirt that looks like the movie Jaws. Yeah, and it uh, says pause. But it says pause on <laughs> yeah. it, so I think that that's... She has cute shirts, too. Perhaps. And like, she has a really funny... She does have a funny sense of humor. And is she a, like a teacher? Like a I don't teacher? know that she currently is, but she do, she used to be, okay. at least. I don't think she currently is from uh, the way she's been ta- she's talked in her videos. But like, I want to say elementary art teacher. Okay, that would make sense. Yeah, because I don't see any of like her kids in these, so maybe. So it, I think I thought... her kids are grown. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so cool. Yeah, awesome. Andrea dot uh, Nelson dot Art yep. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yep. I'm giving her a follow right now. Yeah, and I have a couple of friends whose like kids are really into craft videos, and so like, and she's you know it's you can show the videos to your kids and her bio full-time artist and maker of things. It's going to be fine. I'm yeah. Here to that's help. her that's like great. tagline. She always says it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great tagline for somebody who's like trying to guide people through yeah. either cooking or art. Yeah. We're like, it's fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, Cause she'll you know. like do something and she'll be like, and we're going to use this. And she's like, and I know that's scary, but it's going to be fine. <laughs> 
It's like uh, the art of the Don uh, uh, Bob, not Don Ross, uh, Bob Ross. The yeah, guy, it's gonna be. Let's make that a tree. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. fine. We'll make that into a tree, and then we'll just go from there. And she's always, you know, when she does things, she's like, and you just, you just make dots, and the more random, the better. Or like, you know, like she, she just does. I don't know. She's really cute. Cool. So. Awesome. Uh, okay, mine has to do. Uh, we, uh, my wife and I celebrated 17 years of oh, marital yeah, bliss on uh, Friday last week, and so we snuck away to Walla Walla, and uh, we were gonna go to uh, hiking in the gorge. Hiking's our thing for our anniversary, mm-hmm. and again, just so much rain. Uh, every trail <laughs> thing that we had read was super muddy. Watch out, super muddy, super muddy, and we were like, that does not sound fun. And it was raining that day too, and yeah. we were like, this is miserable. So. Uh, we went to uh, Walla Walla and did Bennington Lake. Are you familiar? Have you uh, spent I've never been to Bennington there? Lake. That yeah, was a cool little uh, fun, like probably two mile walk around okay. like a lake that's in, like a weird meadow. How far outside of Walla Walla is it? Uh, Ten minutes. Like on? On the uh, other side. So when you're driving from the Tri-Cities, like you just keep driving through. a little bit? A little bit. Yep. Okay. Towards the blues. Exactly. Uh, it was a beautiful drive. It's just a great, Walla Walla is a great date spot. Mm-hmm. It's 45 minutes in the car. Uh, with your significant other so you're chatting you're doing that then you go do this two two mile walk thing it's totally flat it's fine there's great it's like um great meadows right now and so like all the flowers wildflowers are pretty cool and uh and then we went into town and ate at a, a restaurant called bacon and eggs okay um and i don't know that there's any signage outside that says bacon and eggs isn't it yellow is no, it downtown? It is downtown. They have yellow uh, umbrellas outside, okay. but the building itself, I believe, That's is just That's what I gray. meant. I meant, like, isn't there, like, awning and stuff yellow? Could be. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. But fantastic food. Unbelievable. I had these, like, like pork taco things that were just fabulous, and their whole menu, I was like, okay, I gotta come back to this nice. spot. So if you're looking for I a good been to Walla Walla in a while. food spot, bacon and eggs in Walla Walla and Bennington Lake hike, super nice. easy. You could do it with kids. Kids could ride bikes, do all that oh, kind fun. of stuff. I used to go to Walla Walla um, so, more often when my sister lived there, but yeah, now there she doesn't. So then drive <laughs> drive safe on the way back. That's all. Yeah. I, that's oh, all yeah. I want to say. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um, so check it out. Uh, Have a great time. And uh, if you're looking for a date fun. night, take it. At, ch- go make it happen. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode. I stumbled through that last part. Almost home, and then I just... <laughs> uh, um, yeah. What am I trying to say here? Goodbye. Yeah, have a great week, guys. <laughs> Bye, everyone. See you next week. See you at 10 o'clock. One service, 10 o'clock yeah. online. Bye.